Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news. Dungeons and Dragons. Stupid, mindless, bad. There will definitely be some bet. That's probably our best. That, that's, that's, our, that's our best feature. Hey, geeks. Blue Samurai here. I'm with. I'm still Paul. We've got a great episode for you today. We're fresh from uh, Dragonflight, um, and we're feeling pretty good. Yeah, I got my new Dragonflight hat. Oh, last I didn't one, see that. One they had. That is pretty I cool. Wearing one. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, we got some good content over there. Oh yeah, which is really cool. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk to Jeff. Jeff, yes, um, where he's got a Kickstarter going, and called Feudal Legacy. Feudal, yes, I got to keep. <laughs> I got it, and you didn't. But guess what? The other thing we're going to do is we're going to do an unboxing of this, which is out right now. Your Spelljammer Adventures in Space. I keep on forgetting that we also have a lot of listeners. Actually, more people listen than they actually watch. Yes. So just let the folks know out there, we're going to do an unboxing, and we will gr- give great detail. Very descriptive. Very descriptive. Very descriptive. I'll let you know what is in there. Uh, we'll also throw up some pictures of some alt uh, art, because um, I actually have an alternative art. Um, I've got the regular Still, Paul's one. got the regular one, just to yeah. show you the differences. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's about yeah. And if you if you want to check out our YouTube channel, it's just Geeks of Cascadia. That's just right. Search it on YouTube. And if you want to email us, just email us at geeksofcascadia at gmail You can also tweet at us or even Facebook us. It's all the same stuff. Geeks we got of everything. Yeah, yeah, we used to have a phone number, but nobody called us. So that's it, right. So Google turned it off. Oh, that's yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's start off the show. Sorry, Rebeculus isn't here today, but uh, yeah. you know, she's got stuff. She's got stuff to do. So, uh, so Paul, what do we got for um, conventions? Conventions. The main thing, only thing, really, is we just finished Dragonflight, which was great. I really missed Dragonflight, and I missed it being in August because August is my month for doing stuff. Um, but coming up, we've got um, PAX. We're going to say Prime on our podcast. Well, I mean, officially it's West, but you, eh. you, you still want to call stubborn. Prime. I'm pretty stubborn. I get it. I get it. Pax yeah. Prime, which is um, video games. There's some board gaming. Um, is there? Uh, there's people, famous people. There's people there. Yes. Pictures and stuff. Yeah, stuff like Doug does. They don't know who Doug is, they but know, they don't know who Doug is. Anyway, great, great convention. <laughs> I go there every year. I'll be there again this year. Uh, rolling out the new, uh, you know, it's more digital, obviously. It's not yeah. really analog. There is an analog element to it that will probably, well, I'll check out. So Yeah. I'll be busy in my bunker here in Everett, Washington, a thousand mm-hmm. feet underground. Yes. Just for safety's sake. Ignore the window over to my right. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, PAX West is going to be September 2nd through September 9th. September 9th, September 5th. Looking at my nines here. Yeah, by the time you hear this, it'll probably already be over yeah, with. I'm going to get this or up. Or just starting. I'm going to get this up like tomorrow or something. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, All right. You know what, what my schedule is we'll like. We'll see. By the way, check out our Patreon. We don't have one. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, Penny Arcade Kid Expo, the electric one. They do have a bunch of dice and stuff. I mean, I went to one before. There's a whole great big booth 
of um, D&D dice. Hmm. Did you not check that out? No. Oh, it was great. It, there, there is a bunch of uh, um, analog gaming stuff for sale there. It was super fun. I was working the... Yeah, you um, can buy some... Yeah, there are some accessories there, I noticed, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And that's really what's going on for now. We'll get another one up here before other things sure. happen. Well, there's the other con that we all know about. It's OrcaCon. There you go. OrcaCon.org in January of 2023. Um, but you can get your, I believe we're still at early bird prices. And that's at OrcaCon.org. And you can check out, you know, if you haven't heard of OrcaCon, check out what we do, mm-hmm. what it's like. It's at the Bellevue Hilton, just like um, Dragonflight. Um, although we don't have cool hats like Dragonflight does, which really bothers me. But maybe in 2024. If we last that long. <laughs> things have if been rough, kids. If we last kids. that long. <coughs> yes, please sign up for that. Uh, you know, a lot of these cons, like our con, we struggled during COVID and yeah. barely surviving. So we would love to have you there uh, just to keep us going. stay with us. Yes. Please stay at the Bellevue Hilton. That's really, room nights is really what helps a lot. Kills us when we don't have that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Is that it for con news? That's really all I have for con news. Oh, wow. News. Okay. Well, let me go into a very brief uh, little uh, tabletop game news. A lot, of it's, uh, a lot of it coming up on Kickstarter. So first up is ApeQuest. That's right. ApeQuest board game on Kickstarter. Your monkey butler has stolen your time travel trousers, and you must fight your way through time and space to get him back. Did you say monkey butler? I said monkey How butler. Many teaser are there? Yep, that's the setup in Ape Quest. So check that <laughs> Ape, Ape Quest. It's on Kickstarter right now. Uh, Honey Hex RPG on Kickstarter. Bees make honey. Apparently that was the first sentence I ever said. And now, so many years later, I can actually be making honey and delivering the friendly uh, queendom. I'm sorry. I'm just reading this directly, folks. Queendom, or at queendom. least I can see. And Honey Hex, a new bee exploration RPG that's up on Kickstarter. Um, I don't know. Not for me, but could be for people that like bees, I guess. So uh, check that out. After the King's Dilemma, the Queen's Dilemma, soon on Kickstarter. So check that out. Um, What else do we have? Uh, We're going to skip that. We're going to skip that. Ah, new kill team coming to pre-orders next week. So upcoming... Uh, coming winning weekend, it's all about Kill Team from Games Workshop. We all know about Games Workshop. It's about 40K, Fantasy Warhammer, and Necromunda. Several new books, several new books, new box sets, new kits. It's all coming. Have a look for yourself. Check that out. Seems to be fun if you love doing those miniatures. I am. I I like miniature games. The problem is I can't paint. So I, I don't. I My don't wife have. A, really, really well. I borrow other people's. Yeah, I don't have the patience kind of for many sad, games. Very sad for me. Um, by the way, Fantasy Flight post new Arkham Horror. So check that out. Games Workshop previews using Chaos de- Demons, actually Demons, and other armies in 40k. So check that out. Let me see what else do we got going on. It's really not much. It's kind of light right now on the tabletop game news. But one thing I do want to point out for all of those of you that love D&D like we do on this channel is uh, Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen digital pre-order on D&D Beyond. If you get that, it's uh, $25.49 right now because it's on sale for a couple days. Um, Well, actually, no, sorry. It's not on sale. But regularly, it's twenty nine ninety nine uh, on that book. And if you pre-order the physical one, you get the digital download. Yes. Yeah, so they got a new promo. Yeah. 
Um, now, still Paul did that, but you have to like it takes you to a different site. It's confusing, and you have to have a new sign in and everything. Which right. I'm sure they're going to work all that stuff out. Yeah. But um, it, somehow it knew, but my sign in was because they're tracking me. I don't know. I had to mm-hmm. build. I established a whole new sign in for um, um, Wizards of the Coast or something, and then it knew who I was on D and D Beyond. Well, the biggest complaint. Uh, was people were angry because they couldn't buy your physical book and your digital book at the same time. Yeah. But now they're trying to do it. So, which is uh, probably a positive change. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 once I got it done, it was great. But I wasn't sure what right. I was doing and I did it anyway, which seemed kind of stupid. The only way to do that. Now, my only complaint with this is that I enjoy going to my local game store and getting the alternative co- covers. And you can't really do that with here. So maybe. Maybe in the future they give you a coupon code or something like or that. Or something, or maybe, well, I don't want that to go away. But maybe they start offering some sort of thing for buying, because you're buying it from Wizards now. Yeah. Instead of from Target or something. And then maybe you can get an alt cover that way. I don't know, maybe they can. Maybe. maybe you, uh, there's there's a, a cool thing called bookshop.org where they could do like that, where you can order books from bookshop.org and then choose a bookstore that will ship it to you of course i think the whole thing is the alt cover is it encourages people to use their you know their game store which yes we we want to keep that going if you could choose a game store to buy it from through a website oh yeah that would be very cool good point we've got a lot of good points on this show yes um so anyway that's really all i have yeah so um i'm super excited to get that um okay it it was pretty neat um uh, to order that, and I'm pretty excited. I'm not sure what what I want to run next. I've got, I was going to run Storm King's Thunder, but now I'm I'm not so sure. I have to think about things on my Thursday group. I have this group I play on Thursday with my friends. Oh yes, I'm I'm not familiar with that group <laughs> since I'm not in that group. You can tell I'm a little long guy, but I'm a busy person. I'm a but, busy person. Speaking of role playing games, yes, our good friend Jeff that we just met is that it? No, or it's was feudal, that it? feudal legacy. Oh, I was right. Yeah. Oh wow. Hundred percent. I didn't right. think I, I didn't even, think I, I was right. I even backed it. I didn't know what it was called. Oh wow. Okay. And we talked to him for like twenty five minutes, which is going to come up here real soon. But um, yeah, we met him at Dragonflight. He was just walking by. We just started chatting. Great guy from Missoula. Really nice guy. Gave us t shirts. Why didn't we wear the t shirts? Um, because I didn't want to sweat through that t shirt today. Oh, yeah. Another day. I didn't, I didn't know we were doing this yeah. today. I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm not wearing your t shirt today because I wore it. Yesterday. And I didn't. You wore it yesterday. I did not wash it yet, so I'm not going to wear it today. I think so. I might wear it on Friday because I'm going to a thing. There you go. You yeah. can do that. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, check that out. Cool. Shall let's we? do that right now. We're still here at Dragonflight 2022, and we just bumped into Jeff Wilson. He is a Feudal Arts, FeudalArts.com, and he is the creator of uh, the role-playing game Feudal Legacy. How's it going, Jeff? Uh, great, thank you very much. It is great. on Kickstarter right now, I believe. Is that correct? It, it dropped yesterday in the morning. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, I'm glad you told us that because that means this will be first in the shoot, first probably. In the shoot. <laughs> the very first people I've talked to. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, you are all the way from Montana. Yeah. Uh, coming here to Dragonfly to schlep your wares. So, <laughs> tell us now. Now, this usually, folks, we uh, interview game designers who play, who design board games and card games, but. Uh, very rarely do we uh, meet someone who would design an entire RPG, which is much harder. Jeff, talk to us about Feudal Legacy. 
Yeah, well, I do do board games and card games too, but this is my this is my first uh, project to, to be out to the public. Uh, Feudal Legacy is the RPG I've always wanted to play. Uh, all my life, uh, when I was playing games, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, among others, uh, anytime I would find a little glitch, I would make a home rule and I would fix it. It would make everything just go smoother. Cool. After several years of doing that, I realized I was, you know, working other people's <laughs> stuff. So why not just do my own stuff? Yeah. And then I had I had like a, a stack of notes, and I said I just said, you know, if this had some artwork, it would look pretty good. And uh, and there we have it. That's it. That's pretty much it. Uh, awesome. So Great. Homemade. Great. Can you tell us uh, now what type of setting? Uh, obviously, you know, feudal legacy, probably fantasy. Uh, yeah. uh, fantasy world. Absolutely high fantasy. Uh, I break apart the classes. I don't have classes, so you can play any kind of character you want. If you want to play a, you know, a wizard that uses a two-handed sword and wears armor and casts spells, you can do that. Or you could be, Mm -hmm. like on the cover here, a little guy riding the back of a a big guy. All kinds of cool stuff. My, my, my spell library is 350 spells just to start with. The expansions will have a lot more than that. Wow. There's a ton of character customization. Like I said, it's, it's the game I always wanted to play. Great. And you have, uh, as I was looking through there, you got different races. Uh, talk, yeah. talk to us about that, too. Yeah, we, we, we refer to it as heritage. We don't, that the R word is kind of an ugly word anymore. Okay. But, All yeah, right. you have backgrounds. You can pick, uh, like, you could be purely human, or you could be a mixed race, or you could be pure blood. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Dwarfkin, elfkin, the classic races. I also have uh, halfkin, orkkin, and uh, wormkin, a new species, or new species, a new heritage. Okay. Um, stuff like that. Also leave it open for more stuff. So walk us through the uh, character generation uh, yeah. and how, how would one go about this? I know you touched on a little bit, obviously, yeah. but what's the, what's the first step in this process? Yeah, well, we have a traditional stat system similar to Dungeons & Dragons that everybody's okay. used to. You, you know, you, you roll for your basic stats, and you can pick and choose them as you want. So you got so more, you know, more bonuses, the higher you get. That's pretty simple. So it looks like might, quick, yeah. fortitude, wit, willpower, perception, and charisma. charisma. All right, yeah. cool. All right. No, it actually says charm oh, now. Sorry. This is charm. A, yeah. This okay, is a, yeah. It'll say charm in the, okay. in the actual book, but yeah, um, yeah. And then then you have a series of traits, like you have rare traits, uncommon traits, and and common traits, and you okay. pick your, your your background and your heritage and your education and your status, depending on the priority. And then there's all these individual, you know, uh, traits you can learn, personal traits, stuff right. stuff through your education, stuff through your status, stuff through your race, and then just general stuff like cat-like reflexes and gorgeous or mm-hmm. you know mythic traits or you had a wizard mentor or something like that. And then cool. you could also get more stuff by taking bad stuff because you have personal imperfections, like you could be Bugsy or we have a character. I'm playing with one of my play, t- play testers is playing with no arms so he could get something <laughs> really cool. Mm. Uh, you could, you know, not be able to swim and that kind sure. of stuff. Ugly, uncouth. Oh, and then I have associations. Oh, I, you like just described uh, Paul. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, he's, he's a very handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell me, uh, okay, so you build the character, you're going through adventuring. Is it um, very similar to other RPGs where there's a level up process? Or how, how do you work that, right. the, the growth of the character? Right. Uh, I don't have levels per se, like okay. you're not like a first level warrior, second level warrior, but sure. I do have a skill system. So okay. Okay. yeah, the skills break down into individual skill groups and then you can specialize if you like to underneath mm-hmm. uh, specific skills. So yeah, you have like broad groups like archery and archery has like bow attack, crossbow attack, siege attack, and then you can specialize in those as you, in, you know, gain experience. Okay. You can also raise your stats too. Oh, okay, so you, so uh, over time, you as you go through adventures mm-hmm. and solve 
things and go, get through combat, you gain experience, and after so many points and experience, then you can transfer this into um, adding points to your skills. You absolutely can, oh, yeah. okay. If you Great. started out like a base-level barbarian with mm -hmm. a street education, if you played long enough, you could learn all of the skills. You could become a wizard. You could become a magus. You could, you could do anything you wanted. Wow, awesome. okay. And then currently you have, in, in the Kickstarter, uh, you have... Uh, which I assume this is kind of like a player's handbook or is it yeah. a d uh, guide as well? Or how, how does that work? The player's handbook, Feudal Legacy, Legends of Ixkendren, is the player's handbook. Okay. Uh, we have a stretch goal that will be for um, a second book. It will be called Escape, The Tower of Doom, or Wrath of the Magus. Uh, and that will be, it, it's a one-shot campaign. But it also, it's like a tutorial. It'll have how okay. the mechanics work for everything you do as you go through. Little sections of how to play, what to do, what to do, how to play. And uh, it'll help the, both the player and the GM. Okay, so you got, you got, you've got the kind of like the player's handbook slash yeah. guide. But then, and that's your campaign is what you're talking about. Uh, the yeah, there, there'll be campaign coming out after this. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Um, and how does um, what, what's your goals in this uh, the Kickstarter and everything? Just so we know. Now the financial goal was was five thousand, mm -hmm. uh, and we're about twenty percent. We're just like like eight, nineteen percent right now. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's pretty good. We did it for sixty days because right. you know we just we had no idea how really long sure. or how, what kind of interest yeah. we. I'm just a, I'm just a I'm just a young kid from Montana, you know. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> and how how did you? I mean, obviously, you, you, you described, uh, like, well, you played D&D, &D, and then you had your yeah. home rules, and then... Uh, I've played all of the games. You played all the games. <laughs> yeah. So, how long did it take you to come up with all the rules for this? And, um, obviously, it's not just you. You must have some friends, oh, yeah. viewers, to help play test some of this. Definitely. Can you describe the process and how you came up with this? Um, I believe I was... It was the summer between my freshman and sophomore year of high school. When I first had this idea. Oh, so five years ago. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, you're you're very nice. No. Yeah. Uh, this is a, so it's about a 30-year process. Uh, oh, I never okay. took it. I never intended it to be a book, you know. Just, yeah. This is the game we all ended up playing because all the other ones had, we always had issues with them, you know, oh. mechanical problems, stuff that we didn't like. So, you know, after years and years and years of having stacks of these notebooks, I got the idea, well, what if I put some artwork to it and put it in a binder? What would it look like? And, uh, of course, the illustrations took a long time. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. it's been about a seven, eight-year process to wow. get the whole thing put together. So, wow. Jeff, I, I was looking through the book. Really amazing art that you have in there. The hardest part, Thank you very you know, much. Paul, Paul and I, we've talked to a lot of game developers. Wow. And uh, one thing that we have discovered is art is the hardest thing for oh my gosh. game developers to get. Unless you are an artist and artist. a game developer, yeah. you've yeah. cut out like half of your costs. Talk to us how you got this artist um, and that, that process. Yeah, that is obviously the biggest hurdle. And like I said uh, before, um, yeah, you're not supposed to, or, you know, you, you don't judge a book by its cover. But clearly when it comes to RPGs, that is the opposite. Oh, yeah. I found David on LinkedIn. Wow. And uh, we had a quick conversation. I saw some of his work. He does really good comic art. And I said, I want this guy to do my stuff. I sent him a message mm -hmm. just like that. We were working together. And yeah. So, yeah, he's a uh, part owner, basically. And we get to. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not just the art in the book, but the layout of the book. Oh. It's very nice to look at. Thank and you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I had yeah, to learn I'm, all of that myself. I'm so. super picky about that. So <laughs> good job. Thank you very yeah, much. Like I, like I said, a lot. <laughs> yeah, publisher. It was 
I'm not a, I'm a Luddite, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not a computer guy. That, yeah. that took some work That's for good. me. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And then, and, yeah, I tell you, the, the actual book will have, it'll be in a lot clearer detail. I, I just, this yeah. is just my demo books. Yeah. But. And, and this whole thing, you said like a 30 year process. Ugh. Does that include also the, the play testing or did you do play testing at the end? Definitely. File and oh, no. file the rules. We've been playing this for years. Oh. Me and my friends, I've got, we've, I've got a little club, uh, and, uh, yeah, about 12, 15 members, and we've been, yeah, we've been literally playing oh, this book so for years. this is years. the game system that they've been playing. Yeah, so for years and years. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Amazing. That is pretty cool. Now, Jeff, you had told us before this interview that you actually have done other games. Can I do you talk have, to us about that? I do have another game. Well, I, I have several other games. I have okay. uh, three more books that will come out after this, okay. uh, roughly every six months for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then I have a board game that's called Nine Lives, where you – play a burglar and there's a you go around the board and you try to overcome obstacles and uh, avoid traps mm-hmm. and Fine. acquire loot and you could steal from each other or get each other killed off and you have nine lives so like if you die you put another guy out there and you it, it, it's fun it's cool. very it's okay. very aggressive and I, uh, people seem to really like it because they like to go after each other oh, and <laughs> yes. I, I assuming to get that game you just go on that uh, website that feudal arts well somebody? that'll uh, yeah that's a little ways down the road we got to get okay. these books published first and then uh, we're already okay. we're already doing 3d modeling for the for the okay. for the board game so cool. it's not going to be far off so yeah. so for the company feudal arts this is the yeah. first rollout this is our feudal first Odyssey. project this is what we call our flagship project yeah cool that is cool well now, one thing also that uh, Paul and I have discovered is that game developers, um, this is not the only thing they do. They have real lives. Yeah. <laughs> they actually have a right. job because That's they right. got to put food right. on the table and yeah. need health insurance. Exactly. Right. So, Jeff, what do you do in real life? In real life? Well, uh, I used to be a kickboxer. I retired uh, now. I'm all beat up. <laughs> but I tend bars a couple of nights a week, and I do cool. wait tables one day a week anymore. Awesome. And then, of course, putting a few arts together is a full-time job. Yeah. And then, of course, raising kids. That's the most important oh, yeah. job. Yeah. Well, we, we met a lot of folks who were kind of <laughs> struggling to make ends meet, and then they put something together. We've met some folks who have been very successful. Some that are just kind of plodding along, and it's it's some so cool. Yeah, well, yeah. we're jealous because yeah. we can't we're, we're, can't think of something yeah, like this. Yeah, we'd like to <laughs> talk to other people. Who do it. I think you could probably figure it out, fellas. <laughs> Well, Jeff, thanks a lot. Is there anything else that you'd like to plug about Fusion? Oh, Legacy? great. I appreciate all the attention, guys. Uh, yeah. No problem. Yeah. You guys are amazing. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. You have to do ins, ins and outs now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Jeff. Oh, and, thank you, uh, guys. I appreciate this. Yeah, this was a great opportunity. Yeah. Good luck and take care. Good luck to I you guys. I really enjoyed meeting Jeff on Saturday at, at the Dragonfly. Nice dude. Yeah. I nice mean, we, dude. We, we are back in the end. Um, I'm not looking for a phrase that's appropriate for all ears. In the back, back end of Dragonflight, this is the bottom floor, back yes. hallway. And, and we like being there, by the way. So like don't, don't yeah, think we that like we don't like being, being, being there. Come by and see us, yeah. yeah. But, uh, to actually just bump into people, you yeah. couldn't be more out of the way. I mean, he came to us. He came, we were just walking by. I mean, we were talking about, like, we need content. Huh? We Nobody wants to talk to us. Yeah, they I think we're like, losers. I was on my phone. I'm doing, mm-hmm. like, OrcaCon stuff. Yeah. And, and this guy comes up. Like, yeah, oh, you're a developer? This is great. He's been working on this RPG, as you know, for mm-hmm. a long time, because we talked about that in the podcast. So, by the way, Jeff, and I know you're listening to this, um, good job selling it. Yes. That's what you got to do. You got to yeah, sell it. Yeah, that's right. Got to sell it. And there's, like, 54. Five days, depending on when I get this up, which is probably going to be on Tuesday, the mm. 29th, 20th, 30th okay. of August. Um, so there's a good almost two months left. I backed it. 
Uh, but it looks great. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Like I said in the podcast, I really like the layout. It's nice to look at. The art's fun. Yes, yeah. yes. And it's not even done yet. It's pretty tough. And he is um, going to do new things, too. This is just the yeah, start. he's got like a board game coming out. Yeah, he's got yeah. a board game. Usually yeah. you start with a board game first, but... Yeah. Uh, Jeff, you're going big time. Going RPG. That is right. not it's, easy to do. It's um, FeudalArts.com on the internet. If you're going it's name to... Name the company. Yep. Yes. If you're going to Kickstarter, it's going to be Feudal Legacy that you want to search. Yes. And uh, Jeff, good luck. Yes. We hope you do well. And then when you make it big, we've told all these game designers that. Please remember us. Please remember us. And then when you come out with one of these three book sets... Give us a free Give one. Give us a free one. Give us a free one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Let's go check out the two losers that are going to do the unboxing of uh, Spelljammer Adventures in Space and Let's see what they, they have to, what they're doing. Yes. <laughs> Probably nothing. Yep. All right. Great. Hey, geeks. Welcome to the unboxing of Spelljammer Adventures in Space. Woo! Woohoo! Now, this lovely item is a box set. Uh, just come out from Wizards of the Coast, uh, Paul. How, do you? Where, where did you get this? Did you get this online, or did you I, get it at your local bookstore? I don't bookstore? want to tell you where I got it. Oh sure. no! By the way, if you need, ever need to buy a book, there's a website you can go to called mm-hmm. KickBezosInTheBalls.org, mm-hmm. and they will ship from your favorite bookstore. And uh, the, the astronaut spaceman doesn't get any money. Mm. Well, <laughs> um, by the way, what we will be doing too is be flashing some alt covers on here because yeah. I got I actually got it from a bookstore because I care about my <laughs> not bookstore but game store. I like my game stores. Uh-huh. So let's just first off, um, before we get into it, obviously it comes in a box. There are three smaller, and we'll pull those out later. Um, books in here. Praise there me. is a. Um, uh, D- DM screen and there's a map and the first thing obviously is we got this is not a big deal but this little advertisement the <laughs> thing on the do. back that tells you thing what on the back is, yeah what it that is I didn't read because I thought this was an actual box set with yes. dice and stuff um, and then of course you can see uh, the nice little um, art here representing the three books uh, in the circles and so I'm trying to be very descriptive to our um, audio uh, listeners out there, and uh, we've and it's same on the back, so it's exactly the same front and back. And the spine, of course, tells you exactly what it is. Uh, what I really like about this is uh, the fact that they put it in a nice little box for you. Technically, it's a sleeve, a sleeve. Thank yes. you very much. A sleeve. So, why don't we go ahead and pull out the first book, which I know you did a little bit. This we're not going to do a deep and heavy review of this because. That'll be for another podcast. Yes. Um, so I haven't. So actually, Paul, which I one did you look? I hadn't touched this until today. I have not pulled these items out of this box. Oh. But I also I also have the okay. digital okay. version. So that's what I was reading. Okay. Because I'm a lazy person. So when you when you get it, I'm 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 putting it uh, on the side here. You got booze, Aust- astral menagerie. Uh, Light of Xarxes. I hope I got that pronunciation right. Uh, that's the adventure book. Uh, the Booze Astral Menagerie. That's the monster book, by the way. And then the Astral Adventures Guide is basically a campaign setting set in uh, Wild Space in the Astral Sea. 
cool. gives you the rules and all that kind of stuff. I really, you know, I got through some of that. I really, really like the um, new physics I get to learn. I mean, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm being serious about that. Yes. That really adds a fun, to, a fun, quote unquote, dimension to the game. Yes. <laughs> um, like, oh, so gravity works like this? Keeps it simple. It does, but it also makes yeah. you think about what you're doing. Yeah. Now, granted, obviously, in all these things, you get a, you know, you, there's a little bit of suspension of disbelief, but it's not so ridiculous, right? Yeah. Makes it fun. I think the way they did it makes it fun. And um, anyway, let's go on the. So, which one did you actually? Um, the first one. Yeah. No. Character, you don't know? character creation and then the physics. Okay, well, I'll tell you I what. Did, I didn't do Boo's Astral Menagerie. Okay, well, let's go pull that one up because that's the first book in there. So, nice little cover there. Oh, it's good looking. Of uh, Boo in Minsk, right there, right? Boo, mm -hmm. you can see it right there. Um, and for the listeners out there, he's writing, um, I think think that's a solar dragon? Uh, you did weird. It's one the and so, solar dragons are one of the the items in the book. So anyway, it's a very nice, nice cover, and you'll see the alt cover obviously in the screen. Um, each book is around sixty four pages. Um, not going to go into great detail of this, but you'll see a lot of uh, cool creatures in here. Obviously tied to um, Spelljammer. Uh, there there will be one or two creatures that are you've you've seen in other books, but um, but most of it is kind of is very in fact ninety nine percent is new. Maybe the Chewinga, they, they do do the Chewinga in here, which you might recall that is a uh, a creature that uh, was in um, Tomb Tomb of Annihilation, I believe. Okay, I'm gonna have to believe you. And uh, um, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Okay. Yes. So those. anyway, there's an astral version of it, which I thought was pretty cool. So <laughs> anyway, uh, there's also some um, races in there that you'll be uh, running into and potentially having a player character of, but that's in another book. So anyway, that's uh, so that that's the first book is Boo's Astral uh, Menagerie, uh, basically a book uh, full of creatures. Mm -hmm. So we'll set that aside there. Um, let's go see here. Paul, what do you want to um, describe uh, this one for sure. us? Light of Xerxes. This guy mm -hmm. looks really badass. Mm -hmm. Not Xerxes. Um, Xerxes? We're not quite sure about the pronunciation, so we're going to give say, it different names. I'm going to say Xerxes. Okay, sure. Looks pretty badass dragon rider sort of a dude. Mm -hmm. And what's going on in this book? This is um, oh, this it's is an adventure. This is, this is player does player characters. No, it's an this adventure. The adventure. Well, I didn't really want to look at this yes. because I was hoping someone else would. Oh, run it, okay. So I well, let me take to. it from you then, if that's that's okay. So it's, a, it's <laughs> an adventure. I did. I actually read it. Well, I'll give you a review maybe later. Well, who knows? Uh, usually, we don't like giving reviews until we actually go through it. So it might be years from now. Who knows? But uh, no, this is uh, uh, the cover is pretty awesome. Again, sixty-four pages is very compact. It's uh, five through, I think it's uh, oh five through eight levels. Yeah. So anyway, nice little. Um, Nice little book here. Um, so we will leave that off to the side. Uh, next up. The Astral Adventurer's Guide. Mm -hmm. This is what gives you the physics, how the ships work in wild space and in astral plane space. Yes. This is that, what, the rules for oxygen. There's rules for gravity. Yep. Depending on the, the mass or size or shape of your vessel, ship, Planet, ship fighting rules. Whatever there. there are ship fighting rules in here, which I'm really looking forward to. Because you know what? You know what mm -hmm. I like having? 
I like having a boat in my D and D campaign. Yes, especially if it's a foldable boat. There's new spells and new um, new items. Yeah, but yeah, there's um, ship layouts. Mm-hmm. They go into some of the some of the characters or creatures you will find in the astral plane, like plasmoids, um, which seems super fun. Um, living ships. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Nautiloids. And let everybody know, just uh, the listeners here, uh, obviously you can see it if you're doing YouTube. So it's a nautiloid. That's on the cover, so that's pretty cool. Um, What's on the back? What is on the back? Who's um, this guy? Oh, yeah. That's weird. On the back, um, you know, some space scene. There's a uh, asteroid with a face on it. Mm-hmm. Not quite sure what that is. Uh, I don't know. It sounds fun, though. Sound it's something cool. that might kill one of my characters. He's got one big eye in the middle. Okay. Next is ooh, a dungeon screen. Do you not mm-hmm. have one? Let's see. I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna unfold this here. Oh, get that yeah. Scene? Yeah. Okay. We'll hold this up here. It's that thing that where you always forget the information is right in front of you yes. when you're DMing. So you can and see so, it there. <laughs> it's like, uh, for our. For our listeners, I would say the scene is a very ch- tranquil, calming. You got some. Uh, yeah, that that big shark thing is very tranquil. No, big... no, 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 no. I think it's really. It, you know what it reminds me of? It's like a picture of uh, of someone taking this underwater with like sea creatures around because there's just different creatures that you see there. This one's like a space wasp. Yeah. That's so, so, yeah. That's you super think, calming. I think it's calming. <laughs> I think got on the inside here. So they're uh, oh, so you're definitely gonna want if you're gonna do any spell jamming, you're gonna want this DM screen because um, to the listeners out there, um, what we see there is rules and some encounter tables uh, that are tied to spell jammer. So, so the spell jammer is the chair, not the ship, or is it the chair and no, the ship? The spell, well, spell jammer, the the setting. So, well, it's a setting, but the Spelljammer is not... Spelljammer is a ship. Okay. okay. It's not the chair or the person in the chair. Yeah. Yes, it you is do. those things. It's kind of all those things. Okay. okay so that's anyway, that's I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to uh, <laughs> reverse this, and you can... Uh, I probably can't see it even Nobody on YouTube. Can, yeah. Probably can't see it. But anyway, the rules are there. Um, this is a little different from the normal DM screens you have, because the normal DM screens you have have... Um, difficulty tables, yeah. uh, conditions. This is some um, rules for Spelljammer. Yeah. Which is good because that's what you need. It is good, but I mean, as a DM, it's also good to have some. Oh, it does have some difficulty levels in here. Um, yeah. Some, some conditions just because it's unique, like suffocating. Which is always fun. Yeah. And that's uh-huh. in um, the wild space, not the astral mm-hmm. plane. So my advice to you for DMs who are, you know, obviously you kind of have to have this when you're playing the game, but I would also say get... Read the book. Get me... I would take your old DM screen and just have it nearby, you know, or maybe take photocopies of it and just have the paperwork with you so it's handy. Because you might want to refer to some of that. If you're not the type of person that can memorize all the rules, not everybody can do that. So. Yeah, and it, but it's um, it's nice if you've read the book and you have the DM screen in front of you. Yes. It, it's going to make it a lot easier. Um, I thought there was another There's item. supposed to be a giant map in here somewhere. Th- Is it in one of the books? We didn't pull it out. Check out one of the books because I believe there's supposed to be a map. 
Did I uh, get my map? You did. There. I did. Right here. Uh-oh. Uh, don't ruin it. Don't okay, tear it up. Do don't tear do? it up. Leave it alone. Okay. There's a map in here, and what still Paul's going to do is put it on the screen because it is available on, yes. on the DMs Guild. He doesn't want to take this out. I don't trust you to take it out. He's going to he's going to sell it on eBay. I'm going to sell. Yes. After I so, sign this it. Not, this non-collectible portion. That's right. Um, anyway, it's uh, very nice. It's the Rock of Brawl. Um, and you can check that out on D and D Beyond. Yeah, there's as well. two sides. Yep. Yeah, and it, it, what what one side is like um, just a map of the actual plane, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. So it's, it's it's all beautiful. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this is good. It's a good looking set. I like it. Uh, you know, people have compl- I've You know, I've I've seen social media on this, and there's some complaints about the price, and they. Some people feel that you didn't get enough in the books, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But um, look, I, I, I think it's I, good. I, I, I read through the good. whole thing, and I, I think it's fine. You yeah. know, I think it's good value. I'm only yeah. part of the way through reading it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like three books and a DM screen and a map and a sleeve. Mm-hmm. What was it? Sixty bucks? I don't know. You Let's see here? Did you? When I when I bought this from my good space friend, my space jammer friend Jeff Bezos, it was um sixty nine ninety nine. Oh, there you go. Except I got a discount because it was Amazon, and I got points. So I feel like a terrible, <laughs> terrible. I feel like a terrible, <laughs> terrible person for doing that. But it was like forty percent off. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I bought it from my uh, game store, my yeah, local game store. Yes. So. I'm very happy that I did that, but um, I will tell you too. The other thing is just the I thought I felt the quality of the books are good. They are. I felt the art all around was good. Uh, we'll go into details later about reviews, but in terms of quality, I, I thought the quality is very good. Yeah, I'm going to so, see if my Thursday group wants to play this instead of something else. That's fine. I don't want to play anyway <laughs> with you. So anyway, that's all we got. Uh, I hope you enjoy that. I hope that was helpful in your decision whether or not you should buy or not. By the way, I think you should buy it. That's just me. Um, I think it's good to have. And who doesn't want to play D&D in space, right? Exactly, right? Okay. I'm super stoked. All right. All right, cool. Let's play. Let's play. Mm. Mm. Yes. Oh, hello there. You're back. Hey, we're back. Um, what a great show. Yeah. Um, we got great. to talk to a game developer, which we always love doing. We got to do a little bit of a, a, a reveal of the latest uh, D&D product. Uh-huh. So that was cool. Yeah, we've got another unboxing coming up of another of recent D&D thing, which is actually a box, not a sleeve. Oh, okay. And we've got some more interviews from Dragonflight Game Con 2022 yes. coming up very soon. I think we got... Do we have another game designer? I can't remember. Yes. Okay. That's he says yes, so let's say that's yes. what happened. Yes. So we've yeah. got um, uh, um, Pathfinder, Starfinder, League, whatever they're called. Oh, Society. that's right. Society. Pathfinder Society and Society. Starfinder Society. Yeah, I couldn't yeah we did Society. talk to them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they were a great okay. interview. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, that, uh, we, had a, we had a great time, and we're looking forward to OrcaCon in are. January. But hopefully... This uh, this time at Dragonflight, we have enough content to kind of last us um, through the rest of the couple of months before OrcaCon. Well, maybe we can find other content. Um, at some point. We will try. I mean, and we apologize. We have not yeah. been keeping this up. At one point, we we're doing this one a week. 
Yeah. Uh, and then and then the world broke. Then the world broke. Couldn't get content. Uh, we were all preoccupied. I know I've, I've said this a couple of times, but yeah. we'll try to do better. But uh, don't expect us to be on once a week. That's just too <laughs> much. Too much for me. That's for sure. Can't do that. But maybe we can manage once a month. Yeah. You know, That's once goal. every two weeks or something. So. Something like that. All right. And more Rebeculous. More Rebeculous would be good. Yes. That'd be nice. Yes. All right. Well, with that, that's all we got. So uh, embrace the nerd, and I hope you make that saving throw.